Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-huh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, no, 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 no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. On first down. Trouble. Super Bowl and an exciting one in Las Vegas. Oh, God, and welcome in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we are streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We have got Shay, we've got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this football Monday. Open phone lines for you, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 our phone number. The Kansas City Chiefs cap in overtime. They defeat San Francisco 25 to 22. It's the Chiefs' third Super Bowl title in five years. You talk about a battle tested team that's been through the ups and downs this year. Think about it, Cap. The greatness of Mahomes is one thing, but a whole season where you don't not sure exactly what the offense looks like without Eric Bieniemy, who takes the commander's job. The same Kansas City teams that had the most drop passes of any unit in the National Football League. You're starting the season losing to Detroit. And you're wondering, what's the world going to look like if you're the Kansas City Chiefs? Can you repeat? And the answer is a resounding yes. Yes, you can repeat. And it happened last night. Get the quarterback right. You need a hitman, an assassin, and they've got one. And we don't. That was as entertaining a game as I've watched in any sport in a very, very long time. You cannot beat the National Football League in Moments like that, 
Just put the Super Bowl in Vegas every year. It was phenomenal theater. Halftime show, spectacular. But the takeaway is the Bears are now on the clock. They are on the clock. We'll get into all of the decisions. Kyle Shanahan with another meltdown. Meltdown. Why are you taking the ball in overtime first? You blow another 10-point lead? Stop. you got to win one before I'm going to anoint you this guru of the NFL. Good coach. But the takeaway is get the freaking quarterback right. Oh, i got to listen to 73 more days of cap pining for Caleb Wood. You're damn right. I'm going to stick it right down your throat until you understand we have the fourth best quarterback in our division. I want one of those. I aspire to greatness. Why don't you? Well, it'd be great to know if Caleb Williams is Patrick Mahomes. Can you, are you making that call this morning? Or? No. Okay. But I'm going to take a swing at the best guy in the draft. Whoever Paul says that, it, if he says it's Bo Nix, if he says it's this guy, you got the number one pick. Get it done. Well, as far as Patrick Mahomes is concerned and the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, we always have this push and pull about who's great. I think that the term GOAT is overrated. I think that it's only for the select few. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to be able to be called the GOAT. You can't, it can't have 85 GOATs in one sport. Correct. I think that it's for a select few. And when you take a look at Patrick Mahomes, looking at what Patrick Mahomes has done, Cap, in this game yesterday, 34 for 46, good for 333 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. This is the same Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City Chiefs in which they – were underdogs. As great as they have been, somehow, someway, against the Bills, two-and-a-half-point underdog. Against the Ravens, four-and-a-half-point underdog. In the Super Bowl, one-and-a-half-point underdog. Because people thought there's no way that Mahomes and the Chiefs can get this done. And by the way, on the surface, before you get to the playoffs, the way that the Chiefs were up and down, you thought, okay, yes, you've been there and done that before, but this won't be your year. This doesn't feel the same. There's a lot of uh, changes with this football team and a lack of focus on this football team as well. The excellence of execution was not there all season for the Kansas City Chiefs. It was there in, sp- in spots. But no, a lot of people thought, yeah, maybe you take a step back this year to move forward next year. No, no. See, the difference is, is Patrick Mahomes. That's the difference. The difference is, is that you have someone who's elite at the quarterback position. It may not look pretty all the time, but it's effective. And it's a winning formula. You have Andy Reid, one of the greatest coaches, if not the best coach that we see in the National Football League. A guy that was much maligned, by the way, before he put on the Kansas City Red. A guy that also was a a bridesmaid, could not get it done, underachiever, fireable as a head coach. He puts on that Kansas City Red and look at him. He's got the right quarterback, the right system, and the right players to be able to get it done. My point is, is that with Patrick Mahomes, you can't bet against that guy. I know it might have sounded tongue-in-cheek leading into the Super Bowl, but I'm never betting against that guy again because why would you bet against the best? It was, it's the equivalent of the 90s. Yeah, this will be Jordan's time. He's going to be out. Yeah, there's no way they're going to win another championship. Yeah, I mean, all that infighting, all those question marks about the Bulls. Ah, I'm going with Seattle. I'm going with Portland. Phoenix. I'm going with Phoenix. Yeah. What? Utah's going to get him this time. But you're, but you're going to bet against Jordan? You're going to bet against that guy? That guy's will? That guy's cunning and guile? Patrick Mahomes... The greatest. That's when you want to use the GOAT frame. Not just for some tight end. Not just for some offensive line. No. There's greatness. Because you saw it on display again last night. Yeah, well said. The, the GOAT term is thrown around far too often. Same thing with the word generational. 
Look, just evaluate what's in the draft and get the best damn guy. I want one of those. Patrick Mahomes, last night at the podium when he said, don't ever make us an underdog again. <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And he took him down the field. He was helped out by some poor coaching by Kyle Shanahan again in a Super Bowl. He's now 0-2 as a head coach. 0-3 when you count the Atlanta meltdown where he was the offensive coordinator. That was as entertaining a game as I've watched. Oh, baby, was that fun to watch. Yeah, and again, watching just the way this game was going, this was a game in which the 49ers should have been able to win. And for those 40, people that are 49ers fans or those that thought, okay, I like the 49ers to win this game, I want you to think about this because there's a number of people that are in our face, in our mentions, saying that, oh, the 49ers, they got them. There's no, I mean, because look at it. They got Brock Purdy and they have the, the perfect system quarterback and they've got uh, Christian McCaffrey running the football and look at that defense and look at that offensive line. No, no matter what you think of the, the Chiefs, the 49ers has it. Okay. Well, I always thought that the Chiefs were going to win because, again, I'm never going to bet against Patrick Mahomes again. But here's some points about why the 49ers lost the game yesterday, Cap. So I thought that Purdy, his management of the game and his production was fine. But you, you have to have a situation where you give the ball to your playmakers. It's one thing for Purdy to just manage the game, nickel and dime it down the field, run after the catch, getting first downs. It's fine. It's fine. It's not spectacular, but it's fine. But you have to put the ball in the hands of the playmakers like a Christian McCaffrey. The idea that McCaffrey just went away as if he wasn't on the roster in the second half, specifically the third quarter, is just mind-numbing to me. You might have been up 10-3 to at half. That doesn't mean the game's over, <laughs> right? You're right. I mean, one of the best players on that offense is Christian McCaffrey. He finished 22 carries good for 80 yards. I thought it was very odd that the 49ers went away from him and his production running the football. Also, we take a look at uh, just some miscues there by this team, by the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, here's how they could have been able to win. If Ray Ray McLeod does not make that gaffe, if McCaffrey does not fumble the football, Little things like that adds up. Even though it's a whole new game in the overtime, it's little things, I think, that hurt the 49ers most or anything else and decision-making on the sidelines. Yeah, and I didn't even blame Ray Ray McLeod on that. That hit the foot of a 49er, and he's like, oh, God. Yeah. And he raced over and tried to scoop it up. Now, why he didn't dive on the ball there rather than trying to pick it up? Tough. But, I mean, I, I don't put that fumble on him. I put it on really bad break to hit the 49er player right in the foot. And now the ball's live. Oh, God. He's not expecting that. That doesn't happen. Uh, that's Again, the door's open for you to win the game. Correct. And Because I know that everyone's pie along this morning saying, hey, man, you've got to be able to defer in overtime. I mean, hey, it's the coin toss. You win it, defer. And I don't know if Shanahan seems like a smart guy. He should be able to understand what the overtime rules are. He's got to be able to understand that, that things have changed. No, that's like the college game. Exactly like it. If you defer, you can, if Mahomes scores, now you've got to be able to punch back. And you can take as much time off the clock as possible to try to tie the game or go ahead if you get into the end zone for a two-point conversion. I, 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 I hate to think that Shanahan did not know the rules of overtime. I, I think he knew them. He just went, we're taking the football. Let's go. But see, here's where you should be pissed this morning. I'm surprised you didn't come out with this. The big A, once again, analytics comes into mind. What did Shanahan say? Well, our analytics told us. 
right there, you should hit the roof. Our analytics told us what? What do you think, Shanahan, as a football man? Don't you think that you should be able to defer? Let Patrick Mahomes do whatever he's going to do. Score, field goal, whatever. But don't you think that you could have the momentum by running the football with McCaffrey? Take the time off the clock, you score, you get the two-point conversion. Once again, the analytics department says, yeah, you should just yeah, give him the ball. That's what happened. Analytics came to play, something that you dislike a big time in sports. Yeah, again, I think they play a role. I'm not anti-analytics, let me be clear. But to automatically, the analytics, no, no. You got that job because you've been around the sport your entire life. What does your gut tell you? Do the right thing. Go for it, don't go for it, don't go. Coach, it's 67%, we kick here, and it's 64%, we do this. No, my gut tells me we're going to pick this up, so we're going for it. I don't care if it's the lesser of the two. Well, Cap, when your beak is in the playbook and you're trying to figure out how you could be able to you know, score again and you're not concerned about whether on the coin flip whether or not you should defer or take it, it's what you get. But the big A, analytics department, gets that, that takes that off of the, off of the uh, playbook for uh, Shanahan, takes it off his, his plate. Right, don't worry about it, Coach. I'll tell you. Analytics says, yeah, give him the ball. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously. Now, to me, that's not the, the, the end all for the game. That's something that's a big storyline of the game, Cap. But there's other things, as I just laid out for you, just the inability to run the football in the second half, the three and out, three and out, three and out in the third quarter. That was a killer for 49ers as well. Even though it's a brand new game at overtime, it's the little things, death by a thousand cuts, that prevented the 49ers from winning that Super Bowl yesterday. They made several mistakes. Obviously, you talked about the muff punt. You had the fumble by McCaffrey, and I know that didn't lead to points for Kansas City mm-hmm. at that time. But it also took an opportunity away from the 49ers who were driving. That was a big mistake. The middle of the third quarter, they go seven consecutive passes. Really? Seven consecutive passes? Yeah. What are you doing? You got Christian McCaffrey dominating. He had, what, 150 total yards? He was amazing. 22 for 80. And then he had another uh, 80. Oh, so he finished 160 when you count overtime with his receiving yards. And he had a touchdown. Creative play call by Shanny to get Juwan Jennings to throw that pass to back across. Outstanding. Outstanding. It was as entertaining and as thought-provoking a game as I've watched from so many different perspectives. We could talk about Andy Reid's coaching. We could talk about Shanny's coaching. We could talk about what we take away from that game as it relates to the team now on the clock with the number one pick, our Chicago Bears. There is so much about it. So the question on the table is this, and Shay, let's open the phone lines this morning, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, phone number. Is Patrick Mahomes the GOAT? Simple question. When you watch the magic of the Kansas City Chiefs, a team that underachieved at times this season, up and down season, to be able to be underdogs in all their playoff games and to win the Super Bowl last night, Patrick Mahomes, the best you've ever seen? Let's talk about it on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Cap and Jay Hood are back. We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. (laughs) 
It's the Cap and J Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we are streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's hoping that you're going to have a great Monday and a great week as we do a Super Bowl Monday show. If you got a chance to watch that, we want to hear your thoughts and everything you saw in the Super Bowl. 312-332-3776. The Kansas City Chiefs in overtime defeat San Francisco 25-22. to Is Patrick Mahomes the GOAT? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Mahomes talking about Andy Reid after the game as the Chiefs win again. They're third Super Bowl title in five years. He's one of the best coaches of all time. I believe he's the best coach of all time. I mean, I know he doesn't have the trophies yet, and I have a lot of respect for some of those great coaches, um, but the way he's able to navigate every single team he has, um, continue to have success no matter where he's at, um, and for me, he brings out the best of me because he lets me be me. I think that's that's important, is he doesn't try to make me anyone else. I, I don't think I'd be the quarterback that I am if I didn't have Coach Reed being the, my head coach. Um, and um, and, he, he, and that, other than that, he wants you to be the best person you can be, and that's something that I think is uh, truly special. He's one of the best coaches of all time. I believe he's the best coach of all time. Think about that. The best coach of all time, Cap. And you think about the NFL history, including the playoffs. Like Andy Reid will not reach Don Shula's lofty, 347 wins in the playoffs. Bill Belichick at 333. George Hallis on the Bears, 324. But Andy Reid's at 284. I mean, there is an opportunity for him to try to get as close to 300 as possible. But the point is, though, is that think about who he was. We gotta, you, you can't tell the story of Andy Reid unless you tell the story about him with the Eagles first. Yeah, sure. Getting to the Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. But he's always a bridesmaid. But now with the right quarterback and the right system and allowing, as Mahomes said, for him to be himself, to have Travis Kelsey almost bowl you over without any repercussion, you saw that on the sideline, did you not? Correct. Kelsey almost knocked the big guy over. And after the game, they asked him about it. He goes, I I love the passion. I got no problem with that. None. Uh, The other thing is, think the role the Bears played last night because they fired... Andy Reid in Philly on the same day the Bears fired Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. Four days later, after the Bears inquired about Andy Reid and were told $3 million a year, which back then was big money, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Of course, because you're cheap at that point. Yes. They're not now. And it took 16 days to hire Mark Tressman. It took the Chiefs four days to go $3 million a year in. Then Ryan Pace says, I'll take Mitchell Trubisky and leaves Mahomes on the board for them. Yeah. And Mahomes is Achilles Smith in a Bears uniform. 312-332-ESPN-332. the dope with a B on his hat. Same difference. He, he would Same. be, look, he would be a, a the best quarterback in Bears history had he been drafted by the Bears. He would not be, we would not be saying, is he the GOAT this morning? Brother, I don't know that. I actually don't know that because because it's it's more than individual talent as you know in football. Agreed. Cap. It's more than just the the man, but it's about the infrastructure around it, not just from the organization standpoint. Who are you drafting? Free agency because Patrick Who's Mahomes. Coaching you? Oh, well, I mean, all that matters. Stability also matters. You, we could we could hue and cry about Mahomes in a Bears uniform. I saw that meme last night. Him wearing number fifteen in blue and orange. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But it doesn't necessarily mean that he's the elixir to fix everything for the Bears. Bad defense, bad offense, bad front office, Ted Phillips. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the whole thing that we continue to talk about with the Bears all the time is it's not just who the quarterback is, but what's around the quarterback. Correct. Like, like, to me, the conversation of who's at nine 
is as important as who's at one in this draft coming up. As far as polls and, and Warren being on the same page, Iberflus being the head coach, what are you doing defensively? Like All these things are all-encompassing to make a team. The reason why that we are so high on the Lions is because they finally got the infrastructure right. Correct. It's, it's not about one guy. That is correct. It's about the team. And with, with, with Patrick Mahomes' cap and a Bears uniform, oh, God. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Like, like, so what makes the Chiefs a good team? Listen. It's culture, man. I, I got brought into this culture. Um, Alex Smith was leading this team. Um, they had the, the pieces in place, and Coach Reed was the, the ultimate leader. And I got brought in, and I just kind of try to exemplify that and, and keep pushing to be even better. And um, that's why in moments like this, we had guys come through, and um, it, it truly is special. It really is special um, just to, to be able to say we're back-to-back champs. <laughs> Cap, all the fires around him, his dad in trouble, his brother being a jackass, his wife, all the stuff around him. And Mahomes... He has the temerity, the time to go to reach back and give you an Alex Smith reference. How about that? I mean, how thoughtful is that? After the Super Bowl, it goes back to Alex Smith. He gives you that. I mean, that's what you want, right? It was, it was amazing. Uh, amazing. Well, just the, the, the face of the franchise, one, but two, knows how to say the right things at the right time and then be able to, to produce in the biggest stages. That's Patrick Mahomes. It, it, it's you know we can talk about Tom Brady and Joe Montana and Peyton Manning and John Elway and, and Terry Bradshaw, all these guys that have multiple rings. Yeah, this guy is a complete package. Mahomes, the, the whole deal. And a buddy of mine who works for the Chiefs, he said, "Dude, he's a better guy than he is a football player, and he's th- maybe the goat." It's crazy. He said, "What a great dude to deal with." So let's ask you, you that question as well. You watched the Super Bowl. You saw what happened. With Kansas City defeating San Francisco 25-22. Is Patrick Mahomes the GOAT? 312-332-3776. Not a GOAT. The GOAT. Elgin, here's Garrett on Cap and J-Hood. Garrett, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Just uh, preface this. I am the biggest Chiefs fan this side of the Mississippi River. and I am loving life this morning. Uh, is Mahomes the GOAT? You know, he needs those rings, but it's hard to argue these last five years. He's, what, a D4, two inches from lining up offside and a brain fart of Andy Reid, possibly having five Super Bowls. So, being a Chiefs fan, you never, you're never out of it. Like, it's amazing to watch. My son's six. He doesn't know how lucky he's going to be to be already witnessing four Super Bowls. It's amazing, you know. So it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, ha- go. Have a great day. Enjoy your championship. He said he's the biggest Chiefs fan east of the Mississippi River. Mm-hmm. My buddy Mike Archer was, he said, my blood pressure, he texted me like three hours after the game. My blood pressure is just coming down. He's a chief season ticket holder, but lives here. That's just amazing. And by the way, my partner was there. I mean, (laughs) Cap knew that the Bears are going to get bludgeoned and arrowhead. But he went anyway because Cap wanted to experience, you know, the tailgate, everything else around it. And just that feeling of championship football is palpable in that city, isn't it? It's on. Believable how they do things. First class and fan base was amazing and it was insane. Their run's not stopping anytime soon, but that means we've got to come out of the NFC. Sure. Get the quarterback. Stop with this nonsense because one team at Debo Samuel and Ayuk and McCaffrey and this guy and that guy, they didn't win. Right. 
The other one had McCall Hardiman, who, McCall Hardiman, do you know where he was? They asked him, where were you the beginning of November? He goes, I was a jet. He was a jet! Yeah. Ends up catching the game-winning touchdown in overtime. MVS. Uh, Obviously, Kelsey, a great player. Who else? A seventh-round pick in Pacheco. Good player. But they didn't have all these weapons like the 49ers. And because of that cap, they are the closest to the Patriots that we've seen. Correct. Because you saw what Bill did for Tom. Here's an accountant. Here's a sanitation worker. Here's a guy that played in the secondary. We're going to flip him as wide receiver. We're okay, a quarterback from Kent State for you. Yeah, go ahead. What do you mean, go ahead? Where's my elite wide receiver? Now, this is what we're going to go with. We're not going to pay through the nose for wide receivers. So go ahead. So you want me to win with this guy? This guy is five foot nothing, hundred nothing. You want me? Yeah, yeah. Throw him the football. Yeah, we'll listen. We're fine. Just do your job. And that's how they won championships. Mm-hmm. Brady won with less. And the same thing here with Mahomes. A bunch of guys with skillets for hands. Yeah. They had more drops than any team in the league this year. Valdez, Scantling. Like, I mean, guys like that. But somehow, some way, with all the miscues. See, that's what makes the story great for me, Cap. Because it was not a, a finished product. It wasn't like they had elite, elite players across the board offensively. They got drilled by the Raiders on Christmas. Remember this? Yeah. yeah. This is why people kept betting against them. After the Dolphins game in their first playoff game, being an underdog against the Bills, the Ravens, and the 49ers in the Super Bowl, people thought at some point their day's coming, their day never came. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776, our phone number. It's Patrick Mahomes, the GOAT. We talk about that, and if you're on hold, you will be on the air. We talked to you about the Super Bowl last night. Cap and Jay Hood, not only on ESPN 1000, but also on 100.3 FM HD2. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and Jay Hood. 7 a.m. hour brought to you by the Comet Energy Efficiency Program. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl. The Chiefs' third win in five seasons. Their third Ooh. Super Bowl MVP for Patrick Mahomes, tying Joe Montana, who was in the building to watch his Niners go down in flames. Go, Chicago man. Marathon winner Kelvin Kiptum, who broke the world record for the fastest time in last year's Chicago Marathon, was killed running hit by a car in Kenya over the weekend. He was just 24 years of age. Horrible. After doing nothing at the trade deadline, the Bulls went on the road to Orlando, promptly lost in overtime, 114-108. Franz Wagner, who the Magic selected with a pick from the Bulls in the Nikola Vucevic trade, 36 to spark the victory. Jay Moore. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood. You're officially locked in. Put your hands up in the sky. Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-3776, our phone number. Watch our show on YouTube, youtube.com. Look for the ESPN Chicago channel. Hit that subscribe button and that bell. That way you miss nothing from ESPN Chicago, our shows, and extra content on YouTube, ESPN Chicago. Cap is Patrick Holmes, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I just think that that phrase is kind of utilized too much, even for average players. But I think Patrick Holmes is at the top of the top of the quarterbacks. And and I'll I'll broaden the topic. I'll just broaden the conversation beyond football. Let's do that. You know, Patrick Holmes is the fastest to win three championship round MVPs in the history of the NFL or NBA 
or NHL or Major League Baseball history. In his seventh season, he has three MVPs. That's, that's faster than Magic Johnson, Tim Duncan, Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, Joe Montana, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Patrick Waugh. Think, think about that. It took Waugh 17 seasons to get three MVPs. But Mahomes, in his seventh season, has three championship round MVPs. That's faster than anybody out of the major four sports. So as we broaden the topic about greatest of all time in football, what about the greatest of all time? I mean, I think that definitely on the precipice, if not there, when you think about that particular accolade. There's no reason to think they're going to slow down. So you've got to think that whenever he's done, he's 28. Yeah. 10 years from now, 15 years from now, whenever it is. He will be on the Mount Rushmore of the greatest American-born or American professional. I'm leaving soccer is what I'm saying. The World Cup stuff out. If you just talk about the the big four, NBA, MLB, NHL, and NFL, he will be one of the four. Yeah, Shay, that's broadening the topic. I mean, we so are hyper-focused on football, rightfully so. But think about him in sports in general. Three MVPs and is through seven seasons in the NFL. Pretty spectacular. It, basically, if he continues to do this for the remainder of his career, which I imagine will be lengthy, like he might have 12 more years or more left in the NFL. I mean, Hoodie, you just made me think of something. When you brought up faster to three championship round MVPs than Michael Jordan, well, Tony Romo said last night, you're looking at Michael Jordan, the Michael Jordan of football. I. Uh, was Patrick Mahomes the Michael Jordan of football, or was Michael Jordan the Patrick Mahomes of basketball at this point? Like, where are we at with this? He yeah. really is elevating himself into that goat of sports territory. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It took, Whatever you think of Tom Brady's accomplishments, he was never this good. Yeah, it took Ever. it took fifteen seasons for Brady to have three uh, championship round MVPs. It took Jordan nine. But, of course, it was, uh, you know, you had to get rid of the Enos Watleys and the Kyle Macy's. And to clean up the organization. Yeah, get, guys on drugs. I mean, it was horrible. Got to get rid of the cocaine circus for him to be able to get there. Correct. That's, <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> Mahomes got dropped yeah. into a ready-made situation. Yeah. You know, with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid and Alex Smith paved the waiver. Michael, it was Michael and the Jordanaires. That's what they called it. Mm-hmm crazy think about that but 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 put it in that perspective because i know it's like where where is Mahomes better than elway better than montana break no let's talk about sports to be able to have this accomplishment under an underachieving andy reed coming into the job of kansas city they're all elevating each other they're all walking through the hall of fame together it's just uh it's, it's pretty amazing insane uh south side reggie's on espn 1000 reggie good morning morning how you guys doing? What's up, Reggie? How you doing, man? Yeah, um, I'm good. But I was just calling because um, Tom, not Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, I would say he's the GOAT because every time he reminds me of Michael Jordan, every time the game is on the line, in each one of these playoffs of the Super Bowl, who has the ball in their hand? Patrick Mahomes. Who wins the game? Patrick Mahomes. And he and he takes people to such to a high level. You couldn't tell me three years ago you were saying, Thought um, went in the Super Bowl, and the way how horrible his running back played, and he just took everybody on his shoulders and picked them up, took them to the promised land. I never seen anybody do that in their first few years of their career, other than Tiger Woods. Yeah, that's uh, that's strong. Yeah, that's strong praise. Yeah, no question about it. No question about what he does. I got this. And the play where it was fourth down and one and they ran Mahomes 
in oh. overtime, and you watch the play. They just showed it over our shoulders. Nick Bosa's got his hands up like, what? Yeah. Like, where's our, our contain here? Yeah. Sorry, it's Patrick Mahomes. Think about that, man. That's how strong that, that he was, for sure. Mm-hmm. Some thoughts here from Andy Reid. Andy Reid talking about the play of Patrick Mahomes, especially in overtime. We want to kick off, then you get an idea what they're going to get, and then you go from there. He made some great plays. Half of them were with his legs. So he did a great job. He said, hey, listen, if I can't throw it, I'll run it. And that's what he did. It's unbelievable. What a great feeling. As He has every right, Patrick Mahomes. He could have t- totally just been pissed at his team and spoke about it through the media and had every right because of all the drop passes and just kind of the scattershot play of the offense for Kansas City Cap. He could have just really been pissed off. During and the I, year, you mean? Yeah, during the regular season. He could have easily done that. But that's a team guy, and he just kept defending the guilty. Correct. He kept defending the guilty. You know, even Travis Kelsey just at times, like, you're not as shorthanded as you normally are. And it just kind of was a trickle-down effect through that Kansas City Chiefs team of how they were dropping passes. Like, he's giving it to you in the numbers. How are you dropping passes? How come you're not there? Because he's an amazing leader. It's amazing. He is amazing. Lee Allen is with us on Cap and Jay Hood. Lee Allen, good morning. What's up, Lee Allen? Good, good morning, Cap, and I. Re- uh, good morning, Hoodie. Good morning to the morning crew. Um, I really think this is about Andy Reid. I think the institutional knowledge of Andy Reid uh, is as valuable as what you think about Mahomes. If you recall, I've mentioned Jeff Allen's name, uh, who's a Chicagoan who was drafted by the Chiefs, and he explained to me the last time we talked about Andy Reid was how simple his system is. And I think if you take this, it's almost as simple as his favorite food, the cheeseburger. Uh, and his ability to call plays in two minutes is probably why he's been able to succeed and why you've looked at the Bears in that same time period and have failed. Andy Reid in two minutes is basically ordering off of a menu, and it's always simple. It's eye candy. I mean, if you just look at the fact that it's like eye candy West Coast, that play on the goal line only worked because Andy didn't stop. They went right to the line of scrimmage, and that tempo is what got that play, and that only comes with institutional knowledge. So in my opinion, I think Patrick Mahomes is good, but I think Andy Reid is the cheeseburger, and Patrick Mahomes is the grilled onions. Oh, God. Just the onions, huh? Not even the actual burger. How about, I think how about, he's, the, how about the bun? I gotta look That's at the, horrible. I, I, have to look, I have to look at Andy Reid's institutional knowledge. He had Donovan McNabb. And he had Alex Smith, and he's been doing this for two decades. I mean, it's a very – Andy Reid is more important to these championships than Mahomes. Then why I, didn't I, he I win any without it. him? <laughs> because he didn't have the quarterback. He didn't have the quarterback, and he got the quarterback that had those skills. So who's more important? But <laughs> no, no. And if you look at the fact that each quarterback gave Andy institutional knowledge he didn't have beforehand, so when they drafted Mahomes – he knew what he was looking at based upon McNabb and Alex Smith. Yes, but and you still have to execute came. the plays. You still, but you still have to hold on a second. Hold on a second. You still have to execute the play. You have to still execute the plays. The idea that yes, you can set up any quarterback to succeed is still up to the player to be able to execute said plays. Is that not right? Listen, yeah. No. I would say this. I just answered the question. I think Andy Reid uses tempo. He uses tempo to put the quarterback in the best situation possible. I don't think Andy Reid is making a decision more than he knows when to 
uh, uh, when to accelerate, when to deaccelerate, and he knows how to give you eye candy. His eye, his eye candy West Coast, and I think that's the beauty of it, is that Andy Reid is very simple, and he knows how to let a defense beat itself, and it's tempo. So I'm saying no. that if you, I'm not saying, yeah, I think it's tempo. Yeah, I got I to gotta, I disagree with you. Look, Andy Reid's amazing. For me, he's the greatest NFL coach in history. By, for me, by far. I will tempo, tell you this. Cap. It's tempo. I can tell you right now. You okay, it could be tempo. It could be this. It could be this. He got Jesus in football cleats. Period. That He's got too. the best quarterback that he, ever did it. I don't think you guys appreciate tempo in play calling. Uh, I think I, I'm telling you, calling. he's the greatest coach ever, Lee Allen, yeah. but he's not more important than Patrick Mahomes. Sorry. I know how to dance. I know what tempo is. And I know what tempo is. Okay, so so if that's the case, how come Blaine Gabbert is not in that spot? There's a reason why. Is because he might know the system. But again, Patrick Mahomes is doing stuff off platform. Shout out to Waddle. Off platform at times. Yes, there is a system in place. But also, you got to think about how uh, Patrick Mahomes can be able to vamp on the fly if he has to when a play breaks down. Does that matter? Does that matter to it? I will not uh, carve up the blame pie or the credit pie this morning. I'm not going to do that. Correct. Because when you win, you win as a team. You give Andy Reid credit because of how, the greatness that you mentioned that he has. But also, it's Patrick Mahomes as well. Yeah, but if you told me offense. I could only have one or the other, they may both may never win without the other, but I'll take football Jesus in cleats. He's that much of a difference maker. You can tell me about Temple all you'd like, and, I, and that is part of it, yes. But that's not the sole reason why the Ch- Kansas City Chiefs are in uh, a uh, dynasty right now. And I also think Kyle Shanahan got outcoached in a big way. Because after the game, Kyle Shanahan said, we were taking the ball because, let me read you exactly what he said. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said they elected to take the ball to start over time so they'd be assured the ball... Should the game have been tied after the first two possessions, then it would be sudden death. Well, guess what? You know what Chris Jones said after the game when he was told that? Great, because if they had scored a touchdown and kicked the extra point and we scored a touchdown, we were going for two. Of course you would. And by the way, you don't need analytics for that. That's just common football sense. We got Mahomes. We got Kelsey. We're going for two. Of course. Win or lose. You're not going to go tie for tie. No, absolutely not. You're going for it because it's Patrick Mahomes. You like your your chances in that spot, do you correct. not? That's correct. All right. We appreciate your telephone call, Lee Allen, and coming up next, no matter how half-cocked it is about tempo. Yeah, I disagree with <laughs> some, Lee Allen. Some thoughts. My of, friend, but I disagree. Uh, Usher's halftime show. We'll talk about Usher and the halftime show coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. Good morning. Glad you're along for the Cap and J Hood experience. We're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN. Hello. Chicago. Good morning. We got Shot or No Shot coming your way at 8 o'clock right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000. So, Cap, I'm seeing Usher come out there, and we were trying to determine what was going to be the first song that was played. And Jay Moore, there was a little bit of a, a remix there at the top. I don't know what counted for the official first song, but there was a song there that he and it was a record scratch, and then it moved on to something else. But I just thought the halftime show was spectacular, and here's why: the bill on the marquee is Usher at halftime, 
and all of a sudden it becomes Usher and Friends. <laughs> like, because I was wondering how could Usher do this by himself? But Usher, all of a sudden, here comes Jermaine Dupree. Here comes Will I Am. Here comes Alicia Keys. Here comes Little John. Here's Luda. Here's her. And just like it was almost a, a cavalcade of stars around Usher for this. And by the way, would it be in Las Vegas? You want to have multiple people in that spot? So those checks are all split up with all these artists that were out there. I just thought it was uh, fantastic. He's dancing and roller skating. He did it all in that, uh, that whole halftime show. My buddy. We have a relationship. We go back to 1995. Uh-huh. I don't think he'd remember me if I walked up to him, <laughs> but we did do a show together in 1995. Um, I thought that halftime show was spectacular. Spectacular. And we were trying to guess. I I was not, not familiar with all of the different artists. My son turned to me, Garrett, and he goes, is there a bet? Little John's going to be on this. I said, who? He said, Little John. Yeah, yeah. I said, uh, I, I probably would have had to have gotten that in before the game. Mm-hmm. There probably was. I don't know what Little John would have paid, but he goes, I guarantee he's on there. As soon as he comes out, he's like, <laughs> I just handed you free money. I said, well, where were you two hours ago? Who, who is Little John? Little John. Yes. Little John. <laughs> Little John. Little John. L-I-L. Lil John. Yeah, Lil John. That's, that's what Doug Buffon used to call me, Little John. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Little John, let hey. me tell you about this Bears defense. Can we get some action on Little John? <laughs> well, I have an L-I-L John, Lil John. Think yeah. about that. I didn't see Kill a Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a reason. But Alicia Keys. Oh. Doctor. Doctor. No. Amazing. Yes. Did anyone else have a moment where the air got caught in your throat? Will I am walks onto the stage wearing that mask, and all I saw was his goatee. And I turned to my buddy. I said, "Oh boy, is that uh, is that Kanye? <laughs> what is Kanye doing out there?" <laughs> so I said, oh, "What?" Because <laughs> that's all you see Kanye lately, just in a mask. <laughs> he's, yeah, like, he's like a luchador. He's out there with a the black mask with his uh, girlfriend or the um, the. Kardashian adjacent that he's dating now, or his wife, whatever she's supposed to. I'm not sure. Yeah, he was there too. Uh, Kanye? Yeah, he had a listening session uh, event uh, yesterday. How did that go? Do you, did you get any reports? Anybody there? Uh, mixed reviews. The, uh, the one that was here in Chicago, and then it was one in New York on the 9th. And then they had one last night. So I don't know what happened last night, but it was mixed reviews here. Jay Moore, he 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 actually darkened our door. Kanye actually came to Chicago for a listening. Really? Came yeah, home? He sold out the United Center in seven minutes. Uh-huh. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's good. But did, did you expect the Usher and Friends, Jay Moore? I mean, yeah, I, I mean all I, of them. I did because most of his biggest hits um, have a lot of features on them. And, you know, he's pro-ATL, so a lot of those artists came from Atlanta. Yes. So it was kind of like, you know, putting our city on the biggest stage at that particular time. And, uh, yeah, so even like Friday, I did predict that he would come out either with uh, You Don't Have to Call or Caught Up as the first song. And then I said, yeah, it would be the last song because that was actually his biggest hit. So Caught Up was actually their first song. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it was something else at the beginning, but they scratched it, right? So the official first song is "You Don't Have to Call." Yeah, right. If you if you consider that the set list, yeah, that would be the official uh, song. 
called out was the first. I just thought it was fantastic, Cap. Just the whole thing. And because you, you're going through a wardrobe change in the middle. So it's, it's not like, you know, Usher can start singing and all of a sudden, excuse me, I got to put on these roller skates. But you guys go ahead. I'll be right back. I mean, you, you, has to, you have to have some other act out there so you can be able to have your change of wardrobe. Correct. Um, could someone, Jay Moore, could you explain the uh, the socks from Will I Am? Is that what we saw? Some odd socks? I have no idea what Will I Am was wearing. What was it? What's with the, what's with the socks there? I have no clue. Very odd. He's very uh, eccentric. There you go. It's a good word. Weird. <laughs> but that's, that's the brand, right? That's the brand. So I, I liked it. And I, and I saw the meltdown also, Cap, from those that did not like it. Listen, if you can't dance, I understand why you wouldn't like it. If you if you can't bop your head to the beat, I understand why you wouldn't like it. I mean, again, everything cannot be Springsteen. Uh, but I just think that for CBS, that's about as safe as act as you'll find. Usher, about as safe as act as you'll find. It was awesome. Yeah. It was just awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I love the idea of getting a guy who's just got a list of bangers and have him come out with his friends and just play hits. That's a great halftime show. That's what it should be. 13 minutes or whatever it is of pure entertainment. Yeah. Do you think Swizz Beats is upset with Usher pawing at Keys? Oh, absolutely. A little too close. He was all over her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, listen. A sexy, a sexy man like Usher, he had his shirt off at one point. And he's getting in there kind of tight on Alicia Keys. And by the way, you talk about restaurant quality, Alicia Keys. Oh. As she gets older, she's only getting finer. I want to have a Mercedes just because she does the commercials. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. So Alicia Keys now also voiceover talent. She's amazing yeah, yeah. on that spot. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> Jay Moore, it's a photo finish between her and MC Light who's going to get the most money for voiceover talent. Yeah, they're killing the game. <laughs> they're killing the game. That's all man. MC Light is known for now, just doing other voiceovers for award shows. Outstanding. Oh, and, yeah. and, and, and Cap, I told Hood that if we do go to Usher's concert in October, that we have to sit in the 300 level. <laughs> Are you no kidding? They're best friends. Cap's going to get us backstage. Man, yeah. look. Yeah, our wives that close to Usher? No, you got to be way, Absolutely way, way. Not. Yeah. Oh, my God. That sexy man. We even know like Alicia Keys. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I think that's Usher down there, right? Yep. Yep. Sure it is. Get the binocs out. <laughs> oh, no, honey, we're going to the concert. You've got this beautiful lawn chair on the street. <laughs> it was just. Oh, you, you can't get too close, man. All of a sudden, Michelle, why would you throw your panties on the stage like that? What are you doing? Oh, man. And there goes the bra. Now that's gone, too. No, 300 level, pal. Not that close to the stage. Too sexy. The act's too sexy for my wife to see it that closely. It was just spectacular. Spectacular. Shot or no shot. It's in two minutes. Uh, uh, The home of the White Sox. ESPN 1000.